was kind of hoping you would harmonize with me. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I just stared at you like, what are you doing? Welcome back to Midwest Madness, um, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And uh, if you hear any hooing, that would be Sirius's uh, owl toy. Yeah, I have a irrational fear of owls. So my uncle sends me a bunch of owl stuff in the mail. Because he thinks it's Because he thinks it's funny. funny. And I just give them to Sirius. So. Which, I mean, fair. Yeah. Um, so technically our uncle sends Sirius owls. Yeah, that's mail. true. Uh, okay. I still have a cough. Yes. Because it's, it's been still Monday. 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so, again, I'm so sorry. I'm hoping by the next time we record, it's gone. Well, and the nice thing about this one is I'm doing most of the talking most this talking. time. Right. I will be shocked if you've never heard this story. Okay. So, um, Do I'm we doing... What? Last week to get in on our... Oh, yeah. Thank you. ...review thing. Giveaway. Giveaway. It was like contest. I don't know. If you post a review... You don't even have to write anything, I don't think. Um, no. Stars are you fine. Just stars. I mean, or just like, good job. Like, we don't care. We're like, your voices are annoying. <laughs> um, excuse me, Emily, you have the voice of an angel. You've been told that by multiple, multiple people. people. That so, is true. So it's fine. I'm just trash. It's fine. Um, <laughs> then just screenshot it and either send it to us via Instagram DM or I don't know. Can you Facebook message us? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think or so. Or Facebook message. That works too. I mean, and not even like necessarily on the group. Like you can just go to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just like send it to one of Probably me. It doesn't Keep matter. it easier. Yeah, whatever works. Um, and then we'll announce I'm the first. winner of that next week. So, cool. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. So, um, the story that I'm doing is Derek Aldred. Does it sound familiar? Sort of. But I feel like that's just that name sounds like is a common name. I don't know. Okay. So, our story is going to... I'm doing kind of what you did, too. Where I'm starting at one spot and then I go back a little bit and then I come back. Yeah. Okay. So in 2016, um, a Minnesota woman named Missy was going on a date with a man named Richie Peterson. He was a career naval officer who had gone to Afghanistan and was working on his doctorate in political science at the University of Minnesota. Yep. I remember this. Okay. It was. Dateline? Yeah. Dateline. Yep. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, God, that's really fascinating. It's a good so. one. Um, they had talked on the phone the same day that she'd liked his profile on um, Our Time, I believe. And they had had plans to meet up when he got back from the trip he was on to Hawaii. But when the night rolled around, Richie was nowhere to be found after several texts and one final message at 10 p.m. where Missy said, this is completely unacceptable. She finally got a response, but it wasn't from Richie. Oh, the response comes in from a friend of Richie's named Chris, who told Missy that Richie had been in a car accident. Oh, he was okay, thank God. (laughs) Um, But the doctors were concerned and wanted to do more testing because he had suffered head trauma during his time in Afghanistan. Okay, so Missy, you know, was as skeptical as I am and was like, "Okay, but." what I, don't know, I was gonna say kind of inconvenient excuse but this stuff does happen so i just want to like be careful um but um chris did send her a photo of richie in a hospital bed 
He was looking a little banged up, but otherwise okay. That's odd. So after she met Richie, things were going amazing. Her She had uh, two kids. Her kids liked him. Her dog liked him. Um, the dog likes him. Usually that's a good sign. <laughs> um, and they even had like a person in common in their lives. So um, Richie's cousin, Vicky, worked for the same airline that Missy did. But Richie told Missy, like, don't say anything to Vicky. I think it'd be really funny for us to show up like a family event and just like surprise her and be like, we're dating. And Missy was like, okay, whatever. Like, all right. You know. Mm -hmm. So when Missy lost her job, Richie went into provider mode and told her not to worry. He'd take care of her and her girls while she looked for another job. As they continued to date, the drama continued. Richie had to check his daughter into rehab. He had to put his dog Thumper to sleep. Um, his mom died at one point. Um, there were the lingering medical problems from his time in the service. Missy was constantly bringing him to or dropping him off at the hospital. And then there were the missed and canceled plans. But every time Missy tried to end it, one of those tragedies had happened. Like, oh, well, I'm so sorry I'm bringing my daughter Sarah to rehab. Oh, I'm so sorry my dog Thumper had to be put down. Oh, I'm, you know, like yeah. it was always something. So she, she like never felt like she could end it. Right. Um. Then one August day, Missy did something different. She listened, listened to her gut and her gut was telling her that something was not right. So she went into his wallet and found an ID, a Minnesota ID card, but it had Richie's photo, but the name Derek Aldred. So she's like, this is weird. It's always, could you imagine my stomach would go into my ass? Oh, right. You'd be like, what the (laughs) hell? So, and if it uh couldn't get any worse it did oh god because he she also found several credit cards belonging to a woman named linda and she was like great he's cheating on me like he's married or something is going on so she missy then takes to the internet and googles the name Derek aldred and found out exactly who she'd been dating and surprise, it was not a former military man. I was going to say, I'm going to guess he wasn't in the military. It was a con man. Shock. So we're going to go back in time a little bit right now. Because not only is Derek a doctor, but he's also an investment banker, a firefighter, a venture capitalist, a Navy SEAL, a University of Minnesota professor. Or, you know, not. I'm underachieving. <laughs> yeah, he's in his 40 some years of life has really accomplished it all literally um so in 2005 a california hospital investigator named tom oldog had received a call from a hospital that was treating a an injured firefighter um and they were just kind of suspicious of him and so tom went and instantly knew that Derek was a fraud just by the uniform and what his badge looked like so Derek had been lying about getting injured and he would go to different hospitals to get pain medication. Um, Derek ended up getting convicted of six fezel- felonies of embezzlement, burglary, and insur- insurance fraud. Was sentenced to three years but only served a year and a half. Okay. So then 
after he got out of jail, that's when he moved on to Connie women. Gotcha. So Derek would meet the women um, that he dated online. Many of them he found on our time, but Match and Plenty of Fish were also mentioned. Um, And he was always very charming and would present himself as well off. So um, he had, before um, our story started in 2016, he had dated a woman out in California, drained her account of nearly $200,000. Whoa. He'd married a woman, bought a house with her, pretended to pay the bills, and when the foreclosure rolled in, he vanished. Oh, God. And after doing all of this research, Missy knew that she couldn't just let Linda um, Diaz, the woman whose name was on the credit cards, continue to live the lie that Derek Aldred had built around her. Is it Diaz? It was D-Y-A-S. Mm. So, Diaz? Diaz. I don't know. Um, So, Linda had sort of a similar history to Missy. Um, She'd gone through a bad divorce, met Rich on our time, their first date. He had um, prayed before dinner, and she told the reporter from one of my sources that she was just really impressed, like really smitten by the fact that he, in the middle of a restaurant, like said this beautiful prayer. Okay. Um, while they were dating, she also lost her job, but again, it was rich to the rescue and that's what she knew him as was rich, rich. not Richie. Right. Mm-hmm. So he found Linda himself and Linda's six year old son, a nice house to rent one that Linda could not have afforded, um, on her own. So it was like a nice place for her to be. Um, at first Linda did not believe the message that she got, um, from Missy, and I'm assuming it was just, like, a Facebook message. You know, like, I would be very skeptical, too, I think, of, like... Well, I need to hear what the message is. It, it just was, like, telling her, like, he... I found, you know, I was dating him. I found your card in his wallet. Did she not know he was a con man at that point? Not at that point. So he was conning both of them at the same time? Yes. Oh, wow. So, um... She just, like, didn't believe the messages and was, like, whatever. It's just a disgruntled ex-girlfriend. Like, she's mad that he was cheating, like, or whatever. And after a couple of days, she was, like, you know what? I'll, I'll read the articles this woman sent. You know? And so she reads them and is, like, oh, my God. It's all true. And so the next time she drops off Rich at the emergency room, she called the police to have Rich arrested for fraud. And then Linda went into detective mode. She found out that Rich had stolen her emergency credit card from her jewelry box, ordered new ones in her name, and then used them to not only fund the lavish lifestyle they'd been living, so the trip to Hawaii that he was on when he met, or before he met Missy, Um, two motorcycles, one that he had bought for her and one for him. Missy and her or Linda and her? Linda, sorry, Linda and him. Okay. And then the fancy dinners, other women, and all of this was paid for by linda's accounts Mm -hmm. she also found out that rich's name wasn't on the lease for the house that she couldn't afford so only her name was on the lease so therefore only she was responsible for paying the bills how did he get away with that i don't know i'm assuming he like took the paperwork with and just like forged her signature yeah that would be my guess but i don't know that for sure i have never had to lease a house on my own right so i always had roommates um 
So when Rich called her at three in the morning and told her that he would get an Uber back to her house from the hospital, she called the Washington County Police, which makes the story a lot closer than I thought because oh. that's where we, that's the district we, or the county we went to high school in is Washington County. Yep. Um, and she let them know that he was on his way home. They met him before he could get into the house and Linda called Missy to let her know that Derek had been arrested. And then Missy came over so that Linda wouldn't have to be alone. So was Linda in Minnesota too then? So they're yep, both in Minnesota? They're both in Minnesota. Okay. Um, Probably why he was able to like con to it one time. Yeah. Um, so the woman, two women got to talking and realized that he would have one of them drop him off at the hospital. And then he'd have the other one pick him up. So the Uber was... So No, so like the Uber was real this time oh, because... This time. Linda had dropped him off and then he was going back to Linda's. But like instead of being like, oh, I'm going to go on a business trip or whatever cheaters tell their partner, he was making it seem like he was in the ER when he was actually spending time with the other woman. Gotcha. How did he get them not to visit him? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Because you'd think they would. Yeah. Maybe it was just like such a common and and remember they do both have kids. That's so true. like it that makes it a little bit harder. They are busier than most. Yeah. Um and then remember that dog uh ri- that Richie had told Missy had been put down? Thumper. Uh-huh. Is that Linda's dog? It was and he was still well well he, he was, was alive. alive and kicking. Yeah, he came trotting into the room and Missy was like, "Oh my god, Thumper, I thought you were dead." Oh my god. <laughs> like that's how like insane this man was. Um, the next day when the police came back to take Linda's full statement, a package arrived for Rich, one that police told Linda she might as well open because Rich Peterson, Richie Peterson, Richard Peterson doesn't exist. So it's not like, so it's not a felony to open it. When she opens the package, it contained whiskey, chocolates, and a sweet note from another Minnesota woman who we know as Joy. She lived just a few blocks away. Oh, that's sad. Linda let Missy know that they had a new member of the Sisterhood of Women fucked over by Derek Aldred, and Missy gathered all the evidence and brought it to Joy's house. After reading all of it, Joy, too, ended up at Linda's, where the two women drank and bonded over their fake relationship with Derek. (laughs) Like the story he told both Linda and Missy, Derek, uh, sorry, Rich, uh, wait, no, Richie, (laughs) slash Richard, because he's gone by all of them had told Joy that he was well off, um, that he was a professor um, at the University of Minnesota who volunteered at a homeless shelter when actually he'd been living in that homeless shelter um, until he'd moved in with Linda. He even had a University of Minnesota email, an ID card that allowed him into buildings and would FaceTime her from inside the University of Minnesota classrooms in between his lectures. Mm, interesting. How did he get all that stuff? I don't know. Unless he was enrolled as a student. But then he would have to be paying for that somehow. And there's no evidence of him paying for that. I don't think it's as hard as we think to get into college buildings. I'm trying to think. But the email is what trips me up. Like, how did he get into their email system? Like, it was the, it was like at umn.edu. Yeah. So, like, you can't just buy that domain because it already exists somewhere else. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, I, it's weird. Um, Joy also believed that he was former military, again, the Navy. Um, but this time he had a Purple Heart, a certificate of being a member of SEAL Team 1, and other certificates from his time in the Navy. All were fake, obviously. Right. Um, Joy had broken it off with Rich after a few months because he had, quote, too much drama, end quote, for her taste. But Rich ended up reaching back out um, with a photo of himself on the 4th of July, telling her that his life had calmed down. He told her he'd bought a boat and taken his sister and her kids out on the boat. And that was what the picture was of, was him, his sister, and his and his sister's kids. Uh, you know. Oh, God. It probably was a different His girl. sister, oh Missy. Oh, my God. Who I was, I, didn't second- realize it was his sister because they were dating and he doesn't have a sister named missy literally a second i was like oh i wonder how his sister how he like gets around with his sister and then i realized oh he probably doesn't have a sister nope it was missy and her kids on the boat (laughs) that he bought with linda's money oh god Mm -hmm. i wonder what like i don't know i i (laughs) was wondering that too i was like i wonder if it was the big one you know the one that changed the name and then it didn't change its name. And I don't think you can have boats on that one. Oh, you can't? Mm-mm. Oh. Like Manitonka, maybe? Maybe. White Bear Lake, maybe? Yeah. That's a pretty big one. That is a pretty big one. It's pretty popular for the, hol- the that holiday, too. Fourth of July, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know how, um, <laughs> you know how Derek had a had to bring his daughter sarah to rehab oh god who is it this time sarah doesn't exist okay well i guess it's better than nothing or but here's the trippy thing is that joy had heard a full hour-long conversation with not only sarah the non-existent daughter but also Derek's boss and former military superiors like you know like when you're with someone and they're having a conversation you can hear the other person talking yeah she literally heard him having conversations. Did he, like, pay people, do you think? I don't know. That would be my guess. Or if it would be, like, an automatic thing. Because, like, you can't necessarily hear what's being said. You can just hear that somebody's talking. Right. And then he can say whatever he wants. Right. Um. So, Rich and Joy attempted to try again oh. after the 4th of July photo. But... It didn't work out, and Joy later found that he had stolen $8,000 worth of jewelry, her passport, and birth certificate. Her passport? I don't know why he took her passport or her birth certificate unless he was using it to open something. But wouldn't you, you need a social two f- security number? No, you don't. You don't? Mm-mm. You can use two forms of ID, or you can use your social security. Oh. Card thing. Gotcha. Yeah, because, like... When I've, a lot of times when you've, you've gotten like jobs or something in the past, you have to have the two forms of ID and that counts as two, obviously two forms because one has your picture and the other one doesn't. Right. But has your name. So, um, so the police had by this point, um, had to let Derek go because they wanted to build a stronger case. So it had been 48 hours since all of this had happened. So he disappeared yep oh god seven months later when the police were ready to charge him Derek was gone Why so would you not try sorry. to keep tabs on him 
I mean, I mean, I know you're busy and you got other things to worry about, but if yeah. you're building a case. Yeah, you would think that you would, but like, then again, you can't just like keep somebody under surveillance for seven months if you're not charging that. Not you know? even surveillance, just like every week, once a week, someone goes and like checks and, oh, he's yep, a, okay, he's still here. I feel like that might be police harassment, but I don't know that for sure. Well, not if. Because they haven't charged him with anything. So? He's just under suspicion. I don't know. I don't know. We're not police. Um, so Linda, Missy, and Joy did the next best thing they could think of. They went on social media to see who else they could find because they were all sure that the three of them could not be Derek's only victims. And that's when they found Cindy Pardini. Cindy was living in San Francisco, um, working as a tech professional, and had the $200,000. That was her. Okay. Um, and not only that, but you're going to find this truly egregious. He stole 660,000 airline miles from her. No. Yeah. That's so many. I know. She probably worked really hard to get those miles. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just, this is going to piss him off more than anything else. Well, yeah. <laughs> As a girl who loves to travel. How is my question? I mean, if you have the account number and the account information, I'm, I'm steal sure. steal miles. Oh my God, he's got so many. So I'm going to tell him it's you. I'm going to tell him it's you and then I'm going to do it before you get the chance. <laughs> like dad, Emily stole your airline mouse. She said she was going to do it. Yeah. It's on the podcast. <laughs> yep. It's got proof. I have proof. <laughs> um, so that, and that happened all in just a couple of months back in 2013. So unfortunately for Derek, Cindy was relentless. She'd compiled a ton of evidence from the nearly dozen known victims of Derek Aldred. Cindy kept track about of any news she could find on Derek and made sure police knew about it. She found Derek's real daughter, one who he was estranged from and was not named Sarah. So he did actually have a daughter. He did actually have a kid, but they like, I don't, I feel like she didn't want to talk to him because... He sucks. Yeah, he does. Um, Cindy also learned that Derek's mom was alive, so she was not dead. Um, and then he came from a well-off family in San Francisco and was trouble even as a kid. Cindy was even in touch with one of Derek's very first victims, a woman that he'd met in the 90s, who he had told he was a medical student during, doing research on cystic fibrosis. So Cindy added Linda to the group chat of all of Derek's victims, and she found that there was yet another Minnesotan named Joanne. Wow. So that brings our Minnesota ladies up to four. <laughs> so in Just 20... Poor Minnesota ladies. I know, right? So trusting. That's the problem. <laughs> We're too nice. Yeah. Um, in 2014, Derek Aldred went to the St. Paul Hotel with Joanne and oh. her two daughters. Love the St. Paul Hotel. It's beautiful. It's just, it's a really cool place to just even go check out. Like the lobby's gorgeous. And we did that, that uh, show thing there for Christmas that one year. That was really cool. Rooms are very comfortable. Yes. It's a nice, it's a nice hotel. Um, Derek claiming to be a lawyer was having some issues with his credit card at the hotel. Wouldn't you, mm. <laughs> wouldn't you know? Um, but he called a colleague who vouched for him and said that he would send a line of credit to the hotel and it allowed him to get two rooms, which is not something I knew you could do. Can we, have you watched Inventing Anna on Netflix No, yet? I have not. 
<laughs> that just reminds me so much of inventing Anna. Is that something she would have done? Well, because she, she was like pretended to be a German heiress, so she'd be like, "My dad's wiring you the money. Like it's your system. It's like not me. Like I wired. We wired you the money. We wired you the money." So interesting. Reminds me of this that. Um. So then Derek bounced, leaving Joanne to pick up the nearly the the roughly. $2,000 tab. Yikes. Not only did he leave Joanne with the bill for the St. Paul Hotel, but he also racked up about $23,000 on her credit card. Jesus. What is he buying? Boats, motorcycles, trips, houses, other women. I just, like, no. Okay. So, since 2010, Derek had scammed nearly 12 women out of nearly a million dollars. Damn. His, and what does he have to show for it? Well, and his his MO is similar in nearly every single case. So he's a man in some sort of uniform, like a firefighter, um, a doctor. So he's got the scrubs, um, a military man. He tended to look for women in their 40s or 50s, usually divorced with kids and or dogs. He liked it when the women weren't in or were in a more vulnerable place in their life. So like right out of an abusive relationship right out of a divorce right you know like when there was kind of chaos in his life in their lives um because then he could come in and play superhero Derek knight in shining armor um when he was arrested in minnesota in 2014 the assistant county attorney asked for him to be held on a one hundred thousand dollar bail one that the judge who i was gonna look up and totally forgot denied because he said it was quote too harsh end quote after serving six months Derek was released and even though his parole stated that he needed to stay in Minnesota he was relaxing in Hawaii on another woman's dime and that was after the um St. Paul Hotel deal right that's what he was arrested for was that one uh-huh. and then he bounced and then he came back and was with Missy Linda okay. and Joy gotcha so after um, Derek dipped from Minnesota the second time, so after he's been busted by Linda Missy Joy in 2016, um, Missy reached out to his actual cousin, Vicky. So the woman that she was working with was literally his cousin. So that was like the one thing he said was the truth? Yeah. And Vicky promised to let Missy know if she heard where Derek was hiding. She called later to let Missy know that he was in Sedona, Arizona with his not-dead mom. So after some convincing, Vicky alerted local police and they arrested him for a warrant that was out on him for a DUI from years before. They held Derek for a few days, then he was released, um, and then he just kind of continued on his same bullshit, basically. Um, he began dating a new woman pretending to be a Navy SEAL, again going by the name Richard Peterson. Uh, she found that he'd stolen and pawned some of her jewelry, um, and then was arrested for this one too, but bailed, was bailed out by, I'm assuming, his mom, and then vanished again. Slippery little son of a gun. Yeah, right? Like, keep him in jail. Yeah. Um, then in January of 2017, uh, he shows up in Vegas with yet another woman named Kelly, 
where he scammed her and then disappeared a few months later. In 2017, Dory and her new boyfriend, Richie Taylor, another new name. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, he really liked the name Richard. Richie and Richard. And Rich. And Rich. And, yeah. Maybe because he made him feel rich. Maybe. Um, he was like, oh, you know um what this is gonna imply that i'm a rich guy they're gonna hear my name and they're gonna think oh he's rich because that's literally his name yep because he sounds like that kind of psycho um so they were planning on meeting his brother and sister-in-law for dinner but then some emergency came up and and richie had to go he left behind his ipad and dory was swiping through the photos uh, when she came across a screenshot of an intro- Instagram post by Derek Allred instead of Aldred. Mm-hmm. And it said that it was like a thank you for people for their prayers and support and saying that he should be out of the hospital by Monday. The photo was, as you probably have guessed, of her boyfriend, Richie Taylor. Mm. So Joy looked up the name Derek Allred and found out the truth and all the fraud issues on her credit card um, that she was suddenly getting made sense. Joy printed everything out and brought it to the police. And in the um, article I read, it said that she was really grateful that um, the person that took her statement was a female officer because she felt like she believed her and didn't just like write her off as some crazy like ex-girlfriend or something. That's good. Um, Dory also reached out to Cindy and they shared their stories. And then Dory did something that no one else had ever done. She made sure that the police saw the photos that she had of Derek in his fake Navy uniform. Oh. Police contacted NCIS, the Naval Criminal Investigative Service who were able to investigate because of the Stolen Valor Act of 2013. The Stolen Valor Act covers um, people like who are using fake military to um, gain something. So like saying that, oh, yes, I am a veteran of uh, the war in Iraq and I'm going to use that to get benefits to go to Disney World cheaper. Right. Or, you know, so, like, just making making things up so that you can get things for cheaper, which right. is truly disgusting. Yeah. Um, Dory then kicked Derek out, and he was like, no big, I'll just go stay with my other girlfriend in the area, Tracy Cunningham. So, unfortunately for Derek, Tracy got really sick of him being around all the time. <laughs> She told The Atlantic, quote, there are a lot of men out there who will get a little headache and they think they have a massive tumor that they're dying. It's a man thing. He had some of that real dramatic, end quote, which honestly, that's what I wrote. I was like, hilarious. Because yeah. <laughs> like, it's so true. You know, there's the, the man, man cold. cold for a reason. Yeah. Um, I have a story about it, but I don't want to embarrass anybody. Someone I know was like I like went to their house and they were sick and they were literally laying on the floor. They're like, I don't feel good. And I was like, why are you on the floor? I'm sick. I'm like, oh my God. Sometimes you just want to lay on the floor. (laughs) I was just like, 
okay, well, drink some water. Yes. <laughs> so weird. But anyways, um, so Tracy got fed up with him and his like whiny attitude and like his poor me, poor me. I need to go to the hospital. And she ended up dumping him. And a few hours later, she received a phone call from NCIS who informed her that she had been dating a con man. A Tracy, few hours? Yeah. Did they know they had broken I'm, up? I'm assuming they they knew that they had been dating and found out that, like, yeah, they'd split. And so they're like, perfect. Let's swoop in and be like, That's hey. Like, I'm sure they were watching him and waiting. Right. Um. So Tracy agreed to help NCIS capture him. She reached back out to Derek, telling him that she was sorry and wanted to take back the breakup, then made plans to pick him up from the hospital after his next appointment. Okay, why is he going to the hospital so much? I don't remember. He's he's claiming that it's because of his injuries from Iraq. The war. Mm -hmm. So he's claiming that he had some, like, head trauma and that he needed to go in and, like, get taken care of and whatever. Um, I don't know if he was really, like, going there to get, try and scam them out of drugs, but he's already been caught for that, so I feel like that would be really ballsy. Or if he was literally just using it as a drop-off pickup place right. for the many the women he had in rotation. Right. Um. So when he texted Tracy to ask her to come and get him, she called NCIS and then headed over to the hospital where she could see Derek through the glass doors in handcuffs. Oh. <laughs> Tracy then took photos of Derek in the cuffs and sent them to the rest of his victims who had a good old fashioned celly. Because, I mean, come on. Could you imagine? I'd get so drunk. And I, um, in the article, it said that the... Um, the NCIS agents were like, no, 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 no. Stop it. Stop it. And she was like, hell no. <laughs> like, I am absolutely getting photos of this. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> That's so funny. She is like, she just cracked me up. I feel like she's just a character, this woman. Um, So just before Christmas, Derek pled guilty to two counts of identity theft, as well as one count of mail fraud. Not really sure what the mail fraud was, but I'm wondering if it's like the credit card cards maybe i don't know i don't know either um the combined maximum penalty um for those three um were 24 years so the number of women that have been reported as being conned by Derek aldred is up to 25 Jeez. they span several states from hawaii to minnesota as well as nevada and california um, Derek was sentenced to all 24 years that were possible and had to pay restitution of a mere $255,000 out of the now reported nearly $2 million that he conned women out of. Is he still in jail? Yes. I feel like he should be in his like mid to late 70s by the time okay. he gets out. So hopefully and, it won't be as easy to con at that and point. That's, and that's what one of his victims said was like, we're hoping that he's in jail long enough where it's a lot harder for him to sweet talk his way into another woman's life. Right. Except for maybe, I hope he doesn't go older, over, after, like, older women next. That would be really sad. Yeah. But at that point, the women that he conned are also going to be true. that age. 
and i, I feel f- like too that these women aren't they don't seem like they're just gonna like want drop the ball like, oh when gosh he gets out. No. i feel like they're gonna like continue to like yeah. make sure he's not doing this to other well people. and i i just think that like there's such a sisterhood now of like we all had this shitty experience with this terrible human being and like we've got each other's backs and and a lot of them um have gotten some money back from their credit cards but part of the problem is he would intertwine their lives so much that it would be hard for women to prove that like I didn't make these purchases like they would be living together they'd be in a committed relationship he was married to one of them and like how do you prove that you didn't make those purchases on a card that says Emily on it when it's actually your boyfriend who's living with you or what you know like yeah so that was kind of the beauty of his con for him is that it's really hard for these women to prove that they didn't do it so for sure i know that um kelly was having issues getting her money back because they were like we can't prove that it's not that it's fraud like we can't prove that Whereas for me, when I had my card stolen, it was a lot easier for me to be like, this was not me. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have anyone else on my accounts. I don't have, you know, I'm not living with anybody. It's very different. Yeah. So um, my sources were um, www.twincities.com, the Dateline episode, The Perfect Guy, um another twincities.com article Derek Aldred St. Paul Hotel Swindle um the atlantic.com and that was written by a correspondent Rachel Monroe um that was a phenomenal article I got like 90% of my information from that one um and then dailymail.co.uk I got some stuff from that one about like his sentencing so good on those women I know, right? Like, took a really shitty situation and turned it into sort of, I would say, a positive in a way. Well, and they really didn't, they weren't like, oh, well, poor me, this happened. They were like, fuck you, I'm going to ruin your life. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they didn't just take it passively. Oh, my God, Sirius is snuggling his little owl as he sleeps. (laughs) How do you feel about that, Emily? Your dog loves an owl. No, he ripped his (laughs) face off, so. That's true. Most of the peak is, is gone. There's like an eye left. <laughs> All right. Well, our socials are Midwest Madness Podcast um, group on Facebook, MW Madness Podcast on Instagram. That is also our Gmail. Feel yeah. free to reach out on any of those. We love hearing from people. Yep. It's the best. Cool, 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 cool. Um, we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.